welcome to the Feels Good to Feel Good podcast. This is a place where we help women transform their body, mind, and spirit while living a life that feels good. I am your host, Courtney, a holistic women's health and wellness specialist, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living a life that feels good from the inside out. Hello, all you beautiful humans, you beautiful souls. I hope wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, you are having such a beautiful day. Damn, doesn't that feel so good to just sit there and be like, damn, I get to make today good. Today gets to be a good day. And you are all here listening to the feels good to feel good podcast so we're all about having good days here i am really excited for this episode so i did an episode with my bestie kens and she is also a hormone coach so we kind of just dove deep in this episode about birth control what you can do for yourself like first steps if you want to come off of it and just really how to nurture and care for your body even if you're still on it and just why we are actually not anti-birth control and just learning the importance what it does to us having the education so again you guys know i'm all about self-awareness is making the self-awareness or building the self-awareness for yourself to overall make decisions based off of that of what's going to feel the best for you and work for you in that period of your life so We're going to dive deep. I'm really excited to share this episode with you guys. I would love to know your thoughts on it. Do you want me to do more guest episodes? Did you find a lot of value in this? But either way, you you know, you know, you know, queen. So let's get into it, loves. Let me know. And I just hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. What is up? What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm super excited because today we have a special episode and a special guest, a very close friend of mine, Courtney. Hello, hello, all you beautiful humans and beautiful souls. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing super good. Good. Yeah, today's going to be a fun episode because both you and I have really spent this year stepping into a a new space as coaches. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's really cool that we're going through, like, going into the same aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it's only come out, like, in the last year or so. Like, I feel like prior to this, I know that my experience with coaching or coaches has never been hormone-focused. It's always been like, no, your hormones don't matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're not losing weight, just because you're not working hard enough. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think something I tell my clients all the time and on my own podcast is uh, it's almost like hormones and gut health is becoming a trend. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is like, oh, you need this hormone drink to heal your hormones. You need this gut health drink to do whatever. And it's just every other post you now see is all about hormones or gut health. And it's just, everybody's like, I need to balance my hormones. I need to heal my hormones. And I'm not mocking anybody saying that, but, (laughs) and I think it's just, yeah, it's because people are becoming so much more self-aware to it, which makes it really cool. Yeah. And I do think there's a fine line, which maybe we'll get into a little bit later between, you know, the hormones being the issue and maybe just not having the proper habits in place. But before we dive way too deep into that, I would love, because you're coming on to the Sweaty Sexy Truth podcast, um, give us a little intro of like who you are, how you got into this space, and maybe where everyone can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a 
holistic hormone and gut health coach for women. And it's crazy because now I feel like my story goes back in my day. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in, I feel like this space for a little bit now and it all leads back to my own personal story. Mm-hmm. I would say I've probably really gotten into the gut health and the hormones and just your internal health as a whole. I want to say I went through my own health issues probably like four years ago and it just like completely overtook my life so you know when you like something happens to you and then you're like okay like I get it yeah yeah so that's kind of like what I went through and just like you I was in the bodybuilding era like (laughs) I'm now out of my bodybuilding era but yeah I was like really heavily into the weightlifting and you know being like super hardcore on my diet and just being all in in that aspect and I think in the bodybuilding world you have to be all in or it's you know it's like are you all in or are you all out you can't be like one foot in and one foot out so yeah I had like many coaches and out of nowhere I just kind of started going through a lot of health issues and I didn't really know what was wrong and day after day I felt super shitty that's like one of the best ways I can describe it it's like you never felt good Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a solid bowel movement for over a year and a half and you know like my bags under my eyes like my eyes look black all the time and I could barely do my job I got sent home sometimes like this is a little TMI but like uh, I remember this one time so specifically and I've never been the girl who like gets constipated you know I was washing one of my favorite clients hair and about to cut his hair and I was like okay just give me one second go to the chair and like this whole time I'm washing his hair I'm like clenching my butt cheeks because (laughs) I could not control it and it it just like my guts would boil like they literally felt like they were gurgling and bubbling and there'd be times that I just my guts would scream so loud I remember one time my client was like what is that I was like that's my guts and no matter what I ate what I did I wasn't digesting food I wasn't absorbing nutrients and my hormones were really out of whack it was so up and down and just everything was a lot so when I finally kind of dated back to what I really changed in my life it was a multiple of things like leading up to this I think that overall my body was just so stressed out with continuous overuse of of oral steroids but the one thing I really did change was my oral birth control mm-hmm. and I went to doctors countless of times try like hired people to help me coaches on coaches and everybody just said I was fine mm-hmm. the blood work was fine it would go away and I specifically remember asking do you think birth control is causing this? And my doctor was like, no, birth control doesn't hurt your stomach. And I was like, okay, cool. And I literally felt like a lost cause. Yeah. I could like would sit out of events. I would not hang out with my friends. I wouldn't eat. Like I went 24 hours without eating once because it hurt so bad. It was actually crazy to think that, you know, you went through that for so long until yeah, one day I had this epiphany. I was like, I'm just going to try. I was like willing to hold on to any hope at this point. And within two weeks, my symptoms started getting better which is crazy to think that the gurgles like the boiling of it got better they weren't screaming as much and this was like an everyday thing and just that alone I was like holy shit I've been taking this pill every single day for the past however long and it's like destroying me like internally and then later I obviously went way deeper into that rabbit hole and figured out what it actually does to you so I was already coaching at the time but that's really what led me to get into this aspect and everything from there and I feel like the rest is really 
history <laughs> as they say yeah and so curious with that what was the moment that led you to being like okay i'm just gonna try coming off birth control i think a big push for this was definitely my coach at the time he would tell me he's like i really think you should come off birth control and I think i'm like the same coach at this time yeah definitely and he was trying everything with me and bless him so thankful for him he helped bring me off of the birth control as well and regulate my cycle from there but at first i was like i don't think that's it like you know and it just when i really dated it back i just was like that's the only thing i changed because during covid i in canada you come off your parents like healthcare when you're 21 mm-hmm. and the birth control i was using at the time was like 40 dollars for one pack and this i was not making like i was not making money mm-hmm. and so i switched it to a generic version so i kind of dated back when i had this like epiphany and i was like what have i actually changed in my life because i was doing steroids for years before that mm-hmm. i was drinking red bull on red bull before that i was like your typical bodybuilder like protein powder sugar-free syrups all this and yeah probably all accumulated up to it but that's literally the only thing i switched and so when i kind of was like i kind of put two and i knew birth control can take up to six months to have a total effect on your body mm-hmm. And like, you know, when um, you start taking birth control and they're like, give it a little bit to see if it like really works. And I knew six months can be that like time mark. And it was within the six months. I was like, holy shit. I think before I didn't want to believe it to be true. Right. You know, because I think coming off the birth control pill, especially if you don't want to get pregnant and you're in a relationship or, you know, maybe you're a girl who pops your pussy all the time, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it's a scary thought because we're undereducated. Yeah. Because coming off birth control or being on birth control, better said, feels like the only way to prevent pregnancy and so the idea of coming off of it becomes really scary and I can relate to that because back in 2020 Jeff and I got together and when we got together I was not on any birth control I was still living with my roommate and she was absolutely raving about the IUD so it was literally like the best thing since sliced bread she loved it and she was like you need to get on this and because at that time I was still very uneducated on how the female body worked I thought well yeah I guess I should get on on some sort of birth control because I have a partner now. We were getting pretty serious. I was popping my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. We love a good pussy power. (laughs) And so it felt like the only solution. And I got the IUD. I didn't even have it for three months. And I felt like unrecognizable to myself like sex became uncomfortable I was experiencing a lot of weight loss resistance I was like crying in the gym my mood swings were crazy all over the place I was anxious all the time I just became like I felt like a shell of the person of who I was and then it was like Jeff and I had the conversation he's like honestly we will figure out another way to prevent pregnancy because he's like I just know you're not yourself and I want you to feel your best so it is scary coming off of it when you don't have that education on how your body works as a female 100% especially when people are like you can get pregnant any day of the month and it's like that's really not true and pretty much from anything (laughs) yeah so I completely agree and it's not like I'm gonna sit here and say I'm anti-birth control because I'm not I think it has its time and place like I went on the pill when I was 14 years old and rightfully so I was this degenerate you know going around I'm like it's a good thing I was on birth control and you know there's women in like very dangerous situations that should be on those kinds of things and it's not the fact about the pill itself I would say or IUDs or even like the copper IUD like they do have their time and place yes but for me it's like we're just not educated and then we're not educated on the effects of what it actually does to our body and it's covering it's a band-aid solution to what's actually going on inside 
Yes, I 100% agree. I'm not anti-birth control because especially when birth control came into place, there's been so much advancements for females getting into their careers, going to college and being able to make it through their teenage years and not get pregnant. Um, But I am pro-choice, pro-information. And I think exactly what you said, that's the problem. At 14 years old, when I got on birth control, I wasn't educated about it either. I didn't understand the pros and cons. And it was really just a solution that was sold to you that's like, here, take this little pill and like everything will be fine you won't get pregnant you know if you were dealing with any symptoms those are gonna go away too and I think the one of the most messed up parts about it too is exactly what you said the time frame can take up to three to six months for your body to level out I'm like how is that okay like actually no I think that's in those three months that's your body like screaming at you (laughs) saying what the fuck are you doing at least that's what I think now because of my experience and so let's dive into that like a little bit more and I think that what I'm hearing is for both of us it was like coming off of birth control and our own journeys and our own ways is kind of the catalyst is what brought us to today being hormone coaches yeah i agree i really think like you know like just thinking about how you said also it's like you didn't even feel like yourself and one of the biggest things that it does is it like shuts off the connection from your brain to your ovaries and you know that's what a woman i truly think that the most feminine thing you can do as a woman is connect to your cycle because then you connect to your body and you are like in tune with yourself you know how you operate and it just this makes your day-to-day life so much like better yeah let's talk about that for a yeah. sec because so many females are celebrating not getting their period I'm skipping my period yes. because I'm going to skip my sugar pills and I'm going to straight to the next pack or I don't get my period anymore because I'm on an IUD or whatever else and they're like celebrating it and to be fair not judging you because I used to do it too I used to be like this is an inconvenience for me I'm just going to go to the next pack um the part about that too is that I also don't think um women understand is you're not actually getting a period when you're mm-hmm. on birth control that's not a period breakthrough bleeding that is a withdrawal bleed you know it's, when I think about it this way is and how I like to explain it to my clients is that you know when you have coffee and you're used to drinking coffee every single day and then you don't have coffee one day and you kind of get that little headache it's like the withdrawal from caffeine it's a drug your body is going through this um withdrawal from the pill which causes this withdrawal bleed where we all think it is a period because you know it's shutting off that connection it's really just like interrupting that entire cycle process which i think is honestly kind of (laughs) crazy that something can do that to our bodies to the fact where it literally just starts bleeding because it's not getting its fix agreed it's actually insane yeah um because of how much synthetic hormones are being pumped into your body and my brain's going a million different directions because i go back to okay origin story well why are you taking the pill then you know like for both of us like you said like i know i got on it being young and having no idea about my body i'm grateful for being 14 15 16 17 and being on the pill because same thing i was in a pretty a couple of rough situations and i didn't have the education didn't really care and it was probably good because you know we didn't end up with a teen pregnancy but then you get to an age and that was the reason i first came off off of it in the first place was because i got to a point where i was like well why am i taking it i wasn't sexually active with anyone i had no partners and 
I just didn't like how I felt. I was switching between birth control pills because the one that I was on had been discontinued and same thing, I was trying some generic brands and nothing made me feel good. So it's like, I just don't need this. And then getting back on it the second time on the IUD came from a place of like, I don't want to get pregnant. And I think, you know, if that is your sole use for it and you feel good, because there are some people that not are not as affected by the side effects of birth control, then let's talk about how we can support your body while you're on it. But if you're on it for heavy periods, acne, irregular periods, like we could list a million symptoms, then actually we should be getting to the root cause of those issues and not using the pill as a symptom masker because as soon as you come off of it, it's going to be 10 times worse. (laughs) Yeah, that band-aid solution. Mm -hmm. And I see that countless of times and almost every other one of my clients especially women who suffer with pcos yeah endo and it's just crazy to me and that's where the dismissiveness comes from and it's the same thing i felt in that doctor's office time after time i'm like you're supposed to be here to help my health and i'm not discrediting doctors at all because that's what they're taught yeah and that's their job but that doesn't mean we can't take things into our own hands right and we can't stand up for ourselves in those situations or find a different way but I and I truly believe that's why it's so important that there are people like us and it is becoming I don't want to say it's becoming a trend but it's becoming so much more discoverable and where women can get you know free education like this like really note these symptoms and note that you know maybe this isn't normal Mm -hmm. and start to get the help because it's not it's just so commonly used now be like if you have PCOS you need to get on the pill if you have cysts your cysts aren't gonna get like they're gonna get worse if you don't go on the pill Mm -hmm. and I've seen that in my clients too and that's like i just like to ask why like why is that actually happening though yeah you know what is actually going on in your body that has caused these things and a lot every time there is something that caused these like you were not born with a cyst no why did you get one you were not born with pcos this is gonna ruffle some feathers with this one you were not born with ibs mm-hmm. what caused it along the way and like time after time it's caused from inflammation in the body and that's where these come from and stress but stress comes in all shapes and forms yes and i think as females we get this like forever syndrome where i think we're because we've been so dismissed because we're so undereducated we get what i like to call forever syndrome where we're just like thinking that you just have to put up whatever symptoms you're dealing with forever because you're never going to get a solution because when you're in your shoes or in my shoes and like my personal journey was when I went to my doctor I was needing some blood work I needed to get some help he's like I actually don't think that you need this I think that you're just depressed and you being told everything's fine it's going to go away like it is more common than not that we as females are dismissed and our symptoms are told that it's all in our head or it's just because we're a woman or it's PMS and it's really hard to continue to push through and then you just think well I guess I'm going to be this way forever I guess I'm going to as well just like keep up with or put up with it because what's the point anyway 100% and that honestly is where I have the issue you know is that it's just becoming it's so common and this is what's causing the issues in a lot of women and like you said when you do come off of the pill since you never did get to that deep root cause of what's causing all of this whatever issue you might have then it's gonna be worse yeah so let's talk about post birth control syndrome because that is a real thing it is a diagnosis it is something that you do experience and if you're coming off birth control and you're feeling like crazy emotional your your acne's coming back you're gaining weight your you know periods are crazy heavy again or whatever it is like uh you're not crazy it's not all in your head and there's a reason that that's happening mm-hmm 
Yeah, 100% post-birth control. And everyone's different. So some women don't have bad reactions to it. And some (laughs) really do. So I think, yeah, it's also... That's what I love this line of work too, because it's so personal. It's so personal. It's so bio individual, and every protocol for every woman is just going to be so different. Mm-hmm. And but post birth control, like there's so many things that the pill can really do. Like I just want to point out some things that they could like maybe look for first. That maybe you know if you are on the pill right now, or maybe you have an IUD that you could look for is, and even post birth control, like these are things that come up still. Is your like skin issues? Your hair loss, dry skin is a really big one as well. Obviously, low libido. Yes. A side note, I had literally no sex drive. I didn't want to have sex with my ex-boyfriend. And it almost ruined our relationship, 100%. Um, And it's like, with that as a woman, I just want to point this out. It's like, you almost feel like, you feel like something's wrong with you. And you're like, why don't... I want to have sex with my boyfriend. And then it causes that strain because you feel like you can't show up for him. And that's a big thing because obviously intimacy, physical touch, you know, most men, their love languages are physical touch, right? So that's a big one. Um, Vaginal dryness, chronic infections, um, yeast infections, painful sex, especially if you have the IUD, like that's more common than not. That was me. Right? It The birth control pill especially really depletes essential nutrients for vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, especially your folate, B12, and magnesium. And well, for one, magnesium has over 600 functions in your body. Yes. So important. You're telling me that one of the things that we need the most is being depleted? Why do you think you have headaches? Why do you feel like shit? <laughs> yeah, B12. Why do you think you have no energy? That's B. Vitamin B is basically the energy vitamins. That's what converts your food into actual fuel for you and like gives you like feeling like that. So it's like, why is that being depleted? Why is that not talked about? And like energy reduction and some side effects is this messes up your thyroid. So if some of you are out there, you're gaining weight, this could 100% be why. Um, It can increase the risk of blood clots, increase risk of breast cancer and cervical. And get this one. This is where I really came in with uh, my gut issues where, you know, I truthfully believe that if I didn't stop when I did because my gut was so bad where I was not digesting food at all it triggers autoimmune diseases yeah so autoimmune diseases really come from inflammation in the gut and that's where they begin so if i already had all that inflammation going on for over a year and a half if i would have kept that going longer i don't have an autoimmune disease right now but when i think about it i'm like i very well if i didn't quit could have an autoimmune disease that's not fun no that's a whole it's a whole other ball game here like but it's just When we can know that this is the side effects of it, like after listening to this, ask yourself, would you really want to take it to not get pregnant, even though you can still get pregnant on the birth control pill? Yeah, that is so true. People that I've talked to that are on an IUD or on birth control and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, my my, my period your period in quotation marks is late and then they find out they're pregnant and again it comes from a misinformation on how your body works Mm -hmm. i would much rather like accidentally get pregnant because i'm naturally tracking my cycle and it was an oopsie than like be feeling like crap all the time because i'm I'm on birth control and then still get pregnant (laughs) because not to go down this rabbit hole but you know your baby as a female is a subject to whatever is going on in your body so your gut dysbiosis your issues that you're dealing with whatever environment is going on internally for you is then going to affect your baby yes so yeah i think it's important to 
ask like why are you taking the pill and get all of the information on what it can do because also there's like family history in that there are people who just actually shouldn't take the pill um, because it can increase your risk of cancer increase your risk of these issues and if that's not talked to you like if you're not informed about that then what if you run into that like I just had someone pop up in my DMs and she literally got cysts from being put on birth control and now is dealing with all of these issues and it's like she probably wasn't supposed to be on it in the first place that's so sad yeah that's so sad because now she has to deal with the health repercussions of a decision that she didn't even have all the information about in the first place Mm -hmm. definitely so going forward with that i want to know your opinion on um the copper iud oh my god actually i just was saying this on my story i haven't done enough research on the copper iud to really stand feel for me personally it still lands within the line of it's a birth control like and then you have the whole other thing of like copper being in your body and like that kind of issue coming up um so maybe you'd be better to speak on this because like i just said on my story someone asked me about it and i was like honestly because of my experience with the hormonal iud and hormonal birth control i've never even thought about that as an option and never really even looked into it enough to stand on either side but what about you um like you said the biggest thing about the copper iud is women do think it's better because it's not synthetic hormones but the thing about copper just like you said it's not actually meant to be in the body it causes people to become nauseous abdominal cramps liver damage diarrhea and so much more it really promotes just a lot of toxicity in the body and when you're overall damaging your liver with that which can lead to you know like infections and stuff like that and which overall if your liver is damaged let me tell you (laughs) that everything else in your body is not working properly almost i with being on steroids and birth control i went through an extreme liver journey as well as just my hormones and gut and this is why i specify on these three so much and i coach on them is because these three specifically are all interconnected yeah and it's just it's insane to me somebody very very close to me was on the copper iud and it something happened where i'm pretty sure it shifted or something and she ended up getting this huge infection from it and every time she would still get a period on it and she couldn't have sex because it hurt so bad she was always bloated like i said all abdominal cramps so bad she would cry and not go to work so it's like what is that really that much better and don't get me wrong some women need to take those kinds of things yeah and it's for different circumstances but i think for the average woman it's just again copper is not supposed to be in your body Mm -hmm. and i always think it's interesting with all birth control like copper iud regular hormonal iud's all birth control period that so many women experience these negative side effects particularly weight gain being a big one and anywhere you'd google online would say no no birth control doesn't cause weight gain and the problem is is maybe not directly but it's because of just what you said because your liver because of your gut because of the other things that it affects in your body your thyroid that then your adrenals (laughs) that then causes the negative side effects because it's dysregulating all those other systems in your body yeah i want to add a note on to that is even sometimes if you don't directly feel these things like it's a buildup in the body a lot of the time like your body will start to show you little signs but the body's job is to protect you you know the body's job is to keep you alive so it's doing all this work internally at first to try to combat all of this and you don't really notice at first and it's like an accumulation of all of these things over time and it, it creates again it starts with inflammation but that's direct stress 
on your body and then over time like that stress isn't called the silent killer for nothing so like for me when I think of all of these things like the birth control pill the IUD um maybe you're not taking that and you just actually have like an imbalance and something's going on with your gut all of this is creating a big stress on your body and when we live in today's world our entire world is go 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 it's very stressful and everything it's it sucks to say, but everything is a stressor, no matter what. It can be a good stress, it can be a bad stress, but when you have all these internal, I don't want to say issues, but things going on inside, it's like a snowball effect, and then it's just like, you know, when you're like, say you're in a relationship, and everything just keeps bottling up, and then one day you're just like, explode, because you're so angry, and then you're like, you did this, you did that, it's like, that's what your body's almost doing. 100%, it is a buildup, um, because it's not just one thing, it's not just one time, it's it's, it's a buildup of years and it's a combination of things and stress is a huge one uh like external stress and just stress from our society right and like all of that builds up to get to a point where it just your body is exactly it's screaming at you um I feel like on that note we've spent so much time talking about <laughs> not taking birth control I'd be curious uh in your opinion when do you think it is appropriate to take birth control for a female well, I kind of did say at the beginning of the episode, you know, if you're in a tough situation. Yeah. Yeah. And just um, in a lot of countries where women are unsafe. Yeah. Rape. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be like not to be like super like out there. But, you know, if that was something I was concerned about, you know, or it happened before even, I'd probably want to take birth control. Yeah. You know, um, especially with not to get all political, but the so many of the states banning abortion. Yeah, exactly. So yeah it's also bio-individual but I don't have kids but if I had a daughter she was 14 that's when I started taking it she started going out because I'm not gonna wouldn't restrict her going out and enjoying her being a teenager I'd be like yeah like you know maybe it's like time to look into something like that because would you want her to have the potential of having to go through an abortion or something like that because I know how I was when I was 14 and do I really think that my kid would not be like that probably not on that note, I'm curious because our children are going to grow up in a different environment. Me and you grew up in an environment where, yeah, you did take birth control to prevent pregnancy, but both being hormone coaches now, having the education that we do, I mean, it would be a good safety net. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, I think education is power knowledge mm -hmm. is power and if you're old enough to be thinking about having sex and doing that then maybe we should have a conversation about how your body actually works so then you yeah. can start naturally tracking your cycle which oh, of course actually might not be a bad idea to talk about today um because i know i naturally track my cycle and i'm in a relationship and jeff and i have not gotten pregnant and i've been doing that for almost two years now two years of summer um i've been using the fertility awareness method and that has been a big lifesaver and also really good insights into how my body mm -hmm. works yeah definitely i think just like for women in general like who should take it is i don't want to say who should and who shouldn't because it's personal choice yeah it is a personal choice but i know like the reason why i started taking it, and you're absolutely correct about you know teaching that to our children um and you know if you know if my child ever really did come to me and be like you know what this is what's going on and i really feel like you know this is something that you know like i need to take for this reason i would probably look a lot more into it and that'd be a decision i'd base then but i would absolutely along the way want to teach her how to do her 
um, tracking. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, like I said, a, a combination. It yeah. can be used as a safety net because, you know, why not? Um, and then also, I think it's important to note that there are things that you can do while you're taking birth control to support it. Yeah. Um, someone did ask me recently, well, if I'm doing everything I can to support my body while I'm birth control, like, does that kind of counteract the effects of it? And I'm like, the way it described it was like kind of like a gunshot wound. Like if someone had shot you and you had like a bullet in your body. It's like a scab. Yeah. It's like, so you can, you know, patch it, stop the bleeding but you're still gonna have the bullet in your body <laughs> so it's same thing with birth control it's like yes we can take care of your liver support your gut make sure stress is keeping um, on the low side etc etc but ultimately if you're still on birth control like the wound is still there it's still you're still gonna have those issues yeah no 100 percent. so what was your question though that you wanted to go into next oh i felt like um talking about the fertility awareness method maybe to kind of tie it all together in terms of like i feel like we really covered well why we became hormone coaches was because of our miseducation about our own bodies and how that led us both to a place where we were so uncomfortable within our own bodies within our own systems um because of the symptoms we were dealing with and everything else that we were like okay fuck this and we took our health back into our own hands <laughs> um got off birth control and done the whole thing um really questioning and asking people while why they're taking it themselves and so if you're in a place maybe or maybe it would be better and go one or two directions okay if you're not taking birth control how do you prevent pregnancy or maybe what do you do if you're wanting to come off of it and or wanting to stay on it to support your body i feel like we could go either direction yeah which are you feeling i feel like both could be very long <laughs> long segments of that <laughs> maybe we can leave off because i feel like we've spent so much time talking about the negative effects of birth control maybe it'd be better to wrap it up with um okay so what do we do to support our body yeah because fertility awareness method we could go on about that i really talk about in my own podcast every which is called the feels good to feel good podcast um because we about feeling good here from the inside out and i want to i always like to leave my listeners with some tactical advice on like how can you take control after this i don't just come up on here and talk shit (laughs) peace out (laughs) you know i've done a couple episodes like that and you guys you guys love it still so (laughs) um i always said i'm a talker so yeah i want to give you guys some actual steps you know we can come talk all this knowledge and everything but what can you start doing whether you're on birth control or you're not on birth control but you really want to support your body and personally this is something more so recently started introducing into my own practices like client journeys is one of the things i focus on first whether you know you are on birth control or not it doesn't matter if you are or not for this one but this is really crucial step that i've seen a lot of coaches miss this spot and I kind of already said I dealt with it myself is you need to support your liver I knew you were gonna say that (laughs) your liver is what actually flushes and detoxifies all these toxins out of your body and the world we live in today is just it saddens me do not get corny started about it. <laughs> don't get me started on the liver and the toxins but it's very it is very sad and we wonder why so many people have hormonal imbalances and look at the world we live in unfortunately and it is a deep rabbit hole when you start to look at all of the ingredients that are in foods and in our cleaning products and in our Just candles anything. and the clothes you wear yeah. like the stuff we drink our water it's everywhere and and everything so 
if you can support your liver first, then you're going to have a way better time at like eliminating flushing those toxins and those excess, like especially estrogen, because estrogen can get built up over time. And then that's what's going to start to cause estrogen dominance, where if you're having hormonal acne, that's a really tell sign of, you know, that you know, if it's on the lower half of your face that your body actually isn't like, there's a little bit of a buildup, okay? It's like, you know, I always like to explain it like if your liver was a fish tank and you know when it gets like like dirty dirty and it's not like eliminating properly like the filter needs change Mm -hmm. that's your that's your liver right same things happening in there you're getting a buildup of toxins and that's what's starting to cause imbalances it's causing stress on the body and the estrogen is just yeah you go into dominance and then those from there that's where you start to see more problems so if anything and if your liver's out of whack then that's affecting your hormones then that's affecting your gut health so so please just start there and one of the best things you can just do that's so simple it's an everyday thing when you finish one product try to switch to a clean product and i recently went down this rabbit hole and i had a slight menti b about it but let's try to make sure there's not fragrance in our clean products yes no you're so right though because also let's be clear you like your liver naturally detoxifies your body like that's a, that's, its, that's job. its job yeah and so we need to support those detox systems and it's like it's just what i want to say here it's not true that your body will not detox these synthetic hormones without a certain medication or supplement we can go to work supporting your liver naturally and that goes into like a big thing with your diet yeah and that all kind of ties together too because again how our system is set up with diet right now it's horrendous okay if you're looking and maybe we should do another episode on this about ingredients to avoid (laughs) because there's so many ingredients like and foods nowadays that it's just why is it even in there like why is it it's not even it's it's not even even real food It's literally just chemicals. So funny little story. I came to Kensington and Jeff's house the other night to um, hang out. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have some buffalo sauce on my food that I just meal prepped at home. And I was like, I was so on point all day. I was so hype about it. And I just did this incredible meal prep. And I put this buffalo sauce on my food. And literally, I shit you not that the next day I was not okay. Like, And I thought, and I was sitting there looking at after I ate the buffalo sauce. I was like, why is there? canola oil in that and it's just the simplest things like that that just can offset so many people um and then you can spend the next day pissing out of your ass yeah it was not it was literally a shitty situation okay not fun but (laughs) going back even just to you know the foods are everything it's like you are an engine and if you're not putting proper fuel in it how far are you gonna go yeah, and you said this, which is something I've said before on your social media recently. It's not what you eat, it's actually what you absorb and that goes back to like what you're <laughs> what's going on in your gut. And so what we had already mentioned with the pill, it dele- depletes nutrients. Deletes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much deletes. Control alt delete. <laughs> Vitamin E, C, B2, B12 or B6, B9, B12, selenium, zinc, like magnesium, all of this. So when we look at supporting that, yes, we can talk about supplementation, but I think both you are and I are on the same page about going into basics first like Mm -hmm. I used to actually be the type of person that thought we got all of our nutrients and vitamins and everything from food but like you don't anymore the way that this food is just grown 
Just the way our soil is now. Yes. Um, and so, uh, though, it's good to start there. And so when we look at that, like for vitamin E, we got like nuts, seeds, and leafy greens. Leafy greens are huge for everything, like vitamin C, vitamin B, vitamin E, like your magnesium, so many important things. They're like things. the holy grail, I yeah, swear. Yeah, they are. So if you don't like your vegetables, you better start liking them. <laughs> You're going to learn. <laughs> You're going to learn today. Um, to briefly just like end off, like, you know, like the first tactical step, obviously the liver, it's so intense but people think that's only doing detoxification it actually affects your metabolism mm-hmm. and she just talked about nutrient storage like you are not what you eat you are what you absorb um nutrient storage protein um synthesis oh my god i can barely say that your hormone and gut balance for one already talked about that and your immune function mm-hmm. so if your liver's like off your immune system is also down and it's like why like yeah feel like shit okay yeah um some of my favorite foods though to give you guys some help with this is grapefruit ginger garlic like you said cruciferous veggies um dark leafy green veggies green tea milk thistle and beetroot yeah everything is found in the food um i really like to say you know we did not when we were first brought on to earth what did we survive on food that came from the earth Earth. yeah Yeah. so we live in a world now today that so much is man-made why do you think that there's so many health issues it's because we're not going back to the source we came from no i'm sorry when you look at an ingredient label and there is 50 ingredients and you don't know how to say any of them it what is it actually then it's not whatever it's claiming to be it's that chemical warfare fish Catfish. So liver, micronutrients, get your stress in check. Sleep. We could do a whole podcast episode on stress. Literally. I can't stress about it enough. (laughs) Can't stress stress enough. Um, Sleep is huge too. And that kind of goes hand in hand, stress and sleep. And I think to end this off, I think what's really, really important is trust your body, your symptoms, and never stop advocating for yourself. Yes. Because I know for me, it took three doctors to get blood work. And the last doctor who gave it to me literally said, I don't think you need this. I think you're just depressed. (laughs) So if you are running into that, I just encourage you to not stop trying. Because imagine if I had just taken that answer, taken the SRS. SRI prescription and left. I would be worse You'd off. You'd be so far off. Yeah. And then I never so would have gotten to the root cause of the issue, which was testosterone, by the way, which is often misdiagnosed as depression because of the symptoms showing up the same in females. Again, a podcast for another day. <laughs> But not all women are going to have the same side effects or deal with as many side effects with birth control. So if you do, again, listen to your body, listen to your symptoms. Don't believe the studies, like believe yourself, believe what's going on internally. I love that. I love to tell my clients, you know your body best. Facts. Always. period is like your sixth sense. (laughs) Like how how it works. It is. And that's why I preach so hard that connecting to your cycle is so like the most feminine thing you can do. And you just came round table right there. You said that at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. But I have one more thing that I want to help. That's a tactical step for them because I feel like we only really talk about the liver that just goes on and on and on and a couple others but this is so i've embedded this into my clients brains because you cannot move past this one and this is a crucial step for and even if you're not on birth control but any hormonal thing and so your two driving hormones that is actually going to tear down into testosterone progesterone estrogen um leptin any of the other hormones the two at the top of the castle it's like your queen and king is 
cortisol and insulin. And I know you said that stuff on stress, but those are going to affect everything, whether you have PCOS, just like any hormonal balance. So what you can do to help those, for one, like you said, is going to be stress management and really like focusing on all of that. Um, But for your insulin, is maintaining your blood sugar Mm -hmm. so all you babes out there having starbucks for breakfast you need to quit that shit like a hundred percent because what you're doing or you're having coffee for breakfast that's not breakfast no that is really you telling your body you don't love it enough which is that's a harsh truth but i used to do it all the time like wow i feel so great i have this like spike of energy but if your blood sugar is literally going like "Eh." (laughs) and then you feel like shit and you rush to the bathroom because you're triggering your nervous system to trigger to your gut that you're going into fight or flight which is making you shit yourself for one triggering that response and then you come crashing down and you're not doing anything for yourself and then your insulin levels are affecting your cortisol and then your insulin it's like no wonder people nowadays are almost diabetic no wonder you have insulin resistance because what are you doing to actually maintain these blood sugar levels so this is what's embedded into my clients brains fp plus fc fats protein fiber color and color can mean like come from carbs you know try to get most of your carbs through color and when you have a healthy amount of protein which 20 to 30 grams per meal is ideal um healthy fats and you were talking about like brazil nuts and like all those kinds of things and then fiber like that's good bacteria for your gut like this if you can have that every couple hours, FP plus FC, and I always think to that if I'm going out to a restaurant, I'm going out to eat, if I'm um, grocery shopping, and I don't have a list, FP plus FC, what can I get for these? And it's something so simple that you can like, you know, it like kind of, it's just one of those like catchy sayings, FP plus FC, like where can I get that? And it's something so easy that anybody can start today. And I'm going to leave it off with that. But that alone, if you can balance your blood sugar and really work on that, like forget about anything else, focus there. Because when you focus there, that alone is going to bring down stress in your body. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. So good. And for the record, I guess I just want to make sure this is said again. We are not anti-birth control. We are pro-informed consent. <laughs> because it just might feel ridiculous to say that and have to repeat that. But there are definitely people out there who just don't even want you questioning birth control, period. Um, and try to end the conversation. But I think that doctors or whoever need to be giving you all the information to make a consented choice on whether or not to take birth control. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah. We're just giving you the facts. They might be hard to hear. The truth hurts. The truth will set you free. We're not the coaches that need to tell you what you want to hear we're here to tell you what you need to hear because that's how you're going to take like action on your life to truly change it yeah and then even though it's hard to hear you're going to come back and say thank you uh because you're going to feel so much better there's been a lot of times where people tell me something i'm like fuck you and then (laughs) i'm like never mind thanks (laughs) it's like when your friends call you out for something and you're like a first little offended yeah and then you're like you guys were right yeah Yeah. actually thanks for pushing me to be my best self yeah Awesome. Well, that was freaking fire. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That was fun. Yeah, that was so much fun. I could have talked for like hours there. No, we could continue to talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just have to do more episodes together. Yeah, definitely. You guys should let us know what you want to learn about. Yeah, I would love, love to hear that. DM me at Kenzie.GraceFit or DM Courtney at Holistic court yeah. right um on instagram either one of us let us know that you listened to this episode something that you took away or something that you'd like to hear on the next episode because this was so much fun this was thank you so much you're welcome that's it for today thank you so much for joining me 
One thing that really helps a podcast grow is to share it with another woman who might benefit from it and leave a review. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Holistic Court.